You're listening to Being Jim Davis. It's stupid, but a lot of people are stupid. (laughs) My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. Uh, My name is Andy Palmer, and I'm Jim Davis. Andy, Chris, it's June 22nd, 1980. 735 of these things. Wow, that's a lot of them. That is a lot. What is this one about? John, in today's Garfield, thing don't make sense. LOL. It's not clear to me whether you read the Garfield before you wrote that synopsis, but it is spot on. It is act- That is actually the most accurate synopsis you have written all week. And I it's commend most, you. It's the most descriptive. It is. It's very well written. It contains an aside. <laughs> Okay, ladies and gentlemen, nine panels. We're gonna do. Th- we're gonna get through this. Whew. Panel one. John Arbuckle is sitting in his depression armchair. He is looking onwards towards Garfield at the right. Garfield walks in from right to left. Obviously, that's either house right or stage right. I can't remember which one. The re- the regular uh, one. The one that John's. N- the one that John isn't using when he's being an asshole. The real right. Chris, let's be clear. Garfield's walking from right to left. 100% of the time. Um, Yeah, the only thing I would add to that is that John is not correctly using his depression chairs. He looks rather smug. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't look depressed at all. He he went through a period where he was super depressed in that chair. And I don't know, the last six, maybe even 12 months, he's actually been pretty okay with sitting in that chair. Yeah, maybe it's time we rechristened it. Maybe it's his smug asshole chair. <laughs> Could be his SSRI chair. Could be. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Garfield's walking past him. Panel two. Yeah. Motion lines, you betcha. Yeah. Where are they? None of your business, asshole. <laughs> Panel two. Garfield is and John Arbuckle are at the door. John Arbuckle is about to open the door. He's smiling. His eyes are closed. Garfield is walking towards the door, expecting it to be opened for him. Oh, okay. Am I going to keep doing this? Fuck. All right. (laughs) Panel three. John Arbuckle has opened the door. Garfield is walking out the door. John Arbuckle kind of looks like he's hiding behind the door, peeking out, eyes still closed, smiling. He's in a state of euphoria. He kind of looks like he doesn't. Now that he's, he's he's in a state of euphoria now that he's done a favor for his beloved pet. Mm. Yeah, he's let his cat outside. One good turn leads to ecstasy. Panel four. Panel Somehow. four, I don't, listeners, yeah. panel four is where shit gets weird. Garfield is at the right again. The door's closed, but Garfield's inside again. He's walking towards the door, and John Arbuckle's got his hand. It's like he just shut the door. His hand's still on the doorknob. He looks over his shoulder. There's fucking Garfield. Garfield should be outside, but he's inside walking <laughs> towards the door. John Arbuckle's like, huh? He doesn't seem that upset. He's just like, eh. he, He's been dipping into his own supply. Yeah. 
Panel five, basically like panel three, only a, the emotional valence is totally different. Now John Arbuckle is suspicious. He's holding that door open, Garfield walking out, and he's like, hmm. Panel six, okay, it's a bigger panel. We have a lot of room to see just the room. There's no art, there's nothing. There's there's enough room for room. Yeah, Yeah. it's just John Arbuckle standing in front of the closed door. He's doing one of his patented single takes. And he's also, how would you guys describe the orientation of John's body? Does it look like he's sitting sitting down in a non-existent chair? Um, it looks like what is one that? of those like uh, one of those viral like optical illusion videos where like somebody's sitting in a way that looks impossible. Mm. Oh, I know what it is. It's you know? air piano. Oh, he does look sort of like he's playing air piano. He's playing air piano, and it's the part of the pi- okay. He's playing Great Balls of Fire, and it's the part <laughs> where, where like you get so into it that you, they're like standing up, so they're not even sitting on the bench anymore. That's what's happening. That's what's happening there. He's doing like a Victor Borge sketch. <laughs> oh, Great Balls yeah. of Fire, pretty good song. Anyway, he's super astonished. That, the Victor Borge sketch where he plays Great Balls of I Fire. I haven't seen that. No, no, it's, it's not. A, it's, okay. Uh, in, <laughs> in the seventh panel. I totally believed you that that was a thing. In this look, panel seven basically the same as panel four. If you remember panel four, uh-huh. just go back to panel four in your head. Panel just four take a trip. was basically just... the same as panel two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean they all have slightly different facial expressions on John Arbuckle. Not really worth commenting on. Um, this one I would say is more anxious. Uh-huh. Like he's looking down at Garfield, kind of wide eyed. He's alarmed. His butt is sticking out a little bit more. Yeah, left, we like that. <laughs> yeah, we we do like that. His left arm is now. I mean, I I guess I guess he's doing like an ending flourish of Great Balls of Fire. He, he could also be air DJing. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's in retrospect, it's not clear to me that he wasn't playing Chantilly Lace in 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 panel six. You know the part where the guy's like, "Hello, baby." No, okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I agree with oh, you. Feels good. The big bopper. That's who that was. The day the music died, John. Okay, go on. <laughs> Panel eight. Um, look, Garfield's walking out the door. Doors open. Doors being held open. Uh-huh. John holding the door open, standing behind the door, arm or hand on the do- on the door, holding it, head sticking out, not drawn really enough to make out particularly. But if you zoom in mm-hmm. with a high powered telescope, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna want to use a scanning t- tunneling electron microscope. <laughs> yeah. John. You can you can tell that John is fully upset now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's bad composition. Is what that is. Yeah, the, I I have some issues with the rhythm of this strip, but mm-hmm. the the ninth and final panel, John looks over to uh, his left, our right, and sees that the room he's in has grown smaller um, than it was in. <laughs> Panel six. 
like the the wall <laughs> his house is really narrow it's like the front door is on the left that's the back the back wall that's the, the well i mean what else could it be oh, that's yeah, the window. window right okay it's a window okay so i don't know there could be like a weird alcove i situation guess. for the front i don't know so the premise is you know garfield's been maybe going this out is the, like the going maybe to, oh maybe this is the maybe this is the guardhouse okay this now is the guardhouse yeah Garfield's been going out the front door, running around, <laughs> jumping in the back window, and that's how he has been perplexing John Arbuckle. But no, Andy now, had something to say. I'd, I'd, I'd say that's the surface punchline, but as you pointed out, the window is in a place where it wasn't. True. So I think the second punchline is that the rea- that is that reality is being warped. Yeah. And it's distorting his house and also causing Garfield um, to leave while still being in the house. Yeah. And, and um, Andy, if you, if you haven't been following the show, you may not know that. But this is like a this is a recurring theme <laughs> in Garfield. John Arbuckle lives. Are we going to talk about topology? Uh, I was just going to reference Jorge Luis Borges, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> he lives okay, in like okay, this continue. infinitely malleable, never-ending, <laughs> enchanted home where he, li- oh, he lives in the library of Babel. Yeah, it's well. I mean, I would say yes. The, his house was designed by Jorge Luis Borges. But if you want to talk about topology, we can talk about topology. I mean, it, I was just gonna. I was gonna ask whether Garfield lives on an orientable surface or a non-orientable surface. You know, you've brought that up it, several times, and I still it, haven't bothered to look up what a non-orientable surface is. Is it a torus? I mean, because he walks one way and then he comes back. On the other side, right? I mean, it sounds like you're saying he lives on a Mobius strip. Well, if it was a Mobius strip, wouldn't he? Wouldn't he be backwards or flipped around when he came back? Who's, or, I don't who's know. How to, this who's works. to say he wasn't? Um. Okay. A few. Th- I, I know how to reference a thing, Chris. That's that's about it. That's what I love. I look, look. <laughs> that's, that's what I love, I love about you. That's what when people when people ask me when people ask me, hey. Whatever happened to your cousin John in Portland? How's he doing? I say, well, he knows how to reference things. It's, I mean, it's not false. No. Um, can we talk about John Arbuckle's emotional journey from panels one through nine? Because, like, panels one through three, fine. He's letting his cat out the door. That, that totally tracks. Panels four and five... The cat does a mysterious thing that appears to break the laws of physics, and John Arbuckle is slightly annoyed. <laughs> Panel six, seven, eight, the cat does the same exact same thing again, and John Arbuckle is astonished and then pissed off. Why, why does the weird thing happening once just put him out slightly, and then the weird thing happening twice actually frighten him? Well, probably the first time he's he's questioning his own perceptions. Because oh. he's like, did I really let Garfield out, or was I just imagining that? Oh. Am I being gaslit? Yeah. yeah. Is, my, is, my, is it like a, one of those deja vu things where it's mm. just some weird neuron Garf- firings? Yeah. Yeah, that's why Garfield is saying, "No puppet, you're the puppet." Yeah, this this the self-absorbed orange creature you, seems to be <laughs> acting like this is normal. Maybe it's my problem. You went out the door. I didn't go out the door. <laughs> it was, it was, 
Um, okay. All right. I, that's I, fair. Yeah. I think, that's, I, I think that's a fair description. I think a far bigger problem with this one uh-huh. is panel six. When if, if, you, you. if yeah. you think about the rhythm, yeah, yeah, of this yep. trip. absolutely, absolutely. Okay, Garfield absolutely. goes out the door. Uh-huh. Garfield appears on the other side of the panel. Uh-huh. Okay, in if the transition from panels five to six, you would think Garfield would just be entering the panel on the right side in panel six, mm-hmm. but he's not there yet. Okay, he's clearly going through the fucking window. Yeah. And if John is already astonished, like he sh- he's looking at something. Oh, I see what you're saying. That window is definitely close enough that he would see it. <laughs> yeah, you well, okay, I hadn't thought of that. You're really deep into this and I think you're right. I think you're absolutely I've been thinking about I've been thinking about this one all You've week. I've been thinking about it for a while. I think you're yeah. absolutely right. Um, within the universe of the strip, like the continuity, everything you've said is correct. The thing that really bothers, and, and you've, I think you've correctly zeroed in on panel six as the, the offender here, the real problem with today's strip. The thing that bothers me about panel six is that it breaks up what I would say is otherwise a, a really enjoyable rhythm of panels uh-huh. two and three, four and five, and then seven and eight. That parallelism of like, let, you know, uh, open in the door, let Garfield out. There he is again. Open the door, let him out. There he is again. Open the door, let him out. Yeah. There he is again. Panel six should be two more of those. It should be broken up in two. So it's just like four times. Open, let yeah. him out. There he is. Open, let him out. There he is. Open, let him out. But for some reason, it's just Gar- John Arbuckle doing a single take in a empty room that's way too big. <laughs> Maybe it's a, a comedic product of its time where, like, at that time, they're like, you have to take a breath in the middle of the joke. <laughs> <laughs> things are, things are, 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 the action is so hot it and was heavy. A, it was a simpler you time. You have to pause, take a breather. This is like your, yeah. your you know, the interval where you can go to the lobby, get mm. some snacks, yeah, return. This is pre-Simpsons, Let's, pre-30 Rock, you know. Yeah, yeah. In, enjoy, enjoy the entr'acte. <laughs> Yeah, before the start of the second act. I don't know if Airplane... I think Airplane hadn't come out yet, or it just no, came wouldn't, out. it wouldn't have come out. Uh, but it wasn't influential it yet. It came out, in, it came out this Airplane? year, didn't it? Did Airplane come out in 1980? Yeah. Man. Looks like I picked the wrong week to stop podcasting Whoa. about Garfield. Whoa. <laughs> okay, number one, that was an excellent thing that you just said. Thank number you. two... Release date for Airplane the movie? Uh-huh. July 2nd, 1980. Oh. Whoa. Coming up very yeah. soon. I, I I submit that maybe Jim Davis went to like a pre-screening. Probably so, <laughs> yes. And that and that influenced the construction of today's strip. <laughs> and that's where he got the idea. I thought you that's were gonna continue. Like a big thought, Tylenol. I thought you were going to <laughs> continue know. with the idea he got. Oh, I for, I forgot what it was. Did somebody not say it already? I don't know. Um, yeah, I, why were we talking about it? I wish airplane? I wish panel six weren't here. I feel like it it cheapens the experience. Um, the joke at the end, honestly, like not that funny. But I like I really I I would like that progression of Garfield doing an impossible thing and John Arbuckle becoming more and more like perplexed and alarmed. Um, I enjoy that build-up. And I think, with the exception of panel six, I actually, I like that. I think that's well done. 
you know how people yeah. will like find something and say it was like prophetic, like the Bible code or whatever. They'll be like, oh, this <laughs> predicted the Kennedy assassination. If you yeah. look at the Bible this way, uh-huh. I, I, my takeaway from this is that it was prophetic. Of uh, do you guys, uh, are you guys aware of the uh, Pepito Twitter account? I am not. I am not aware uh, of the no. Pepito Twitter account. It is uh, a, an account about a cat in France. Um, <laughs> made by human beings I, I presume uh, and what it is is it's a camera that's attached to a cat door that oh. records the direction of the cat door and when uh, Pepito goes out the door it'll take a picture of him going out the door and tweet Pepito is out and then when he comes back it'll tweet Pepito is back in Aww. and it's gained a significant following and one day Pepito went out uh, but didn't come back in, and apparently Brazil people in Brazilian Twitter lost their minds until the owner of Pepito uh, tweeted out, "Sometimes Pepito uses the human door. He's fine." <laughs> <laughs> I like the way that's phrased. Yeah, like not. I let him in through the door. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. he uses the human. Oh, I'm, I'm looking at his Twitter yeah, account now. This, this, is, this is, is a great Twitter account. This is, I know. Wow, we should, it's yeah, we so should blow like off pure. the rest of the episode. Just look at this. I mean, we're basically that done. That cat's so cute. Yeah, that's a great... Man, I miss my cat. Andy, our, our cat, Aww. Louie, uh, disappeared back in October now. Oh, I'm sorry. He just he just went off. He looks a lot like Pepito. Maybe he went to France or somewhere. Um, <laughs> it's all right. You know, we'll get by. We don't know where. Looking at the timestamps on these, these are like amazingly consistent. (laughs) Cat's got a schedule, you know. Yeah, well, you know, cat's got. Yeah, that's this. Yeah, no, this is a real winner of a. Yeah, I mean, I think that morning. I think it's. I think it's fair to say that Jim Davis predicted Pepito the cat, and probably this was all in Nostradamus. No. Yeah. Um, did I host this one? Yeah. But John, I before sure you did. end the show, it only remains for us to thank Andy Palmer for joining us this week. Um, no one would have thought the less of him if he had quit halfway through. Um, <laughs> would have demonstrated actually pretty reasonable judgment on his behalf. Um, but we thank him nonetheless. Andy, it was a pleasure to have you on the program this week. Well, thank you, uh, thank Chris you and John. Thank you so much. Yeah. I had a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, this is a lot of fun. Uh, you welcome back anytime. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, which, I mean, again, not to make it sound insulting, whether we liked having you on or not, you could sign up again. <laughs> we have no control whatsoever. <laughs> but we would love for you to come on the program anytime. Okay. I, I, I would love to come back because this was a good time. It was fun. Listeners, uh, if you'd like to host the program as Andy did... Um, just go to our website, www.beingjimdavis.com, and click the Host Our Podcast link. <laughs> that will take you to the spreadsheet, open source spreadsheet, where you can sign up to host our show. As well I think, said, Chris. I think uh, another weird Twitter person, no, no offense meant, has signed up. Um, <laughs> we're all, I'm, we're all I'm actually Twitter honored people. to be lumped into the, the weird Twitter yeah. people. Uh, yeah. Well, you. Were, I mean, in fairness, you were invited. That's. I, I. How many people have we actually invited, John? 
like two or three. We, yeah, think. we invited the guy from the Church of Satan for episode six six six. Right. Oh, um, right. <laughs> did he accept? Yeah, you know what? Yeah. yeah. Yes, he did, and he was <laughs> delightful. <laughs> he, nice. he, he he knew a lot about cars. <laughs> <laughs> he really did. <laughs> In retrospect, I mean, should have should have anticipated that. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure if that's a diss to Garfield or a diss to Satan. It's hard to know. It's uh, hard to know. He was a de- David Harris. He was a delight. David Harris. David, if you're out there, I'm sure you're a regular listener now. Welcome back anytime. <laughs> All right. Well, <clears throat> the only other thing to say is you've been listening to Being Jim Davis. Uh a righteous high five from Garfield's clearly human hand. <laughs> you can support the show by leaving us a review of some kind on some sort of platform. Yeah. Why not visit our website? It's on the internet. Mm-hmm. Our Facebook page is probably somewhere. Is that still We're a on thing? Twitter. Yeah, it totally exists. Um, but do people... Isn't active... Isn't, we have an avid fan base on Facebook. I dispute that. Avid fan okay, base. Okay, fine. It's just Jesse Eisenberg. Say what you need to say. Um, refreshing it. He thinks you're his college girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 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 he's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, we're pretty desperate for. Okay, you know, okay, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, I'm he's at Inscrutable actor. Taco. <laughs> uh, oh no, I was saying that our podcast would make out with him. Oh, yeah, no, you know, I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah if no, we, you fair. know, if we could get some clicks, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, or anyway. just for fun. Uh, yeah, and I, I'm at I, the I, Chris Winter. I imagine Jesse Eisenberg would be a tender lover. I think he would be a very generous lover. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who would you? Are we if, still if doing? Gonna, are we still yeah, in the outro? I'm confused. I, I mean, I was going to ask you whether you, if you could choose between making out with Jesse Eisenberg and making out with Michael Sarah, who you would choose? Oh, Eisenberg in a heartbeat. I think Eisenberg, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm kind of surprised, but I feel the same way. Hmm. He'd be more restrained, I think, than Michael Sarah. Oh, you think Michael Sarah would just be hands all over you? Yeah, or at least it, it would be more sincere with Eisenberg. I think Michael Sarah would be using you. Mm. Yeah, I think with Michael Sarah, That's you'd right. be, like, really into it, and That's then you'd, on. you'd open your eyes, and you'd see that he was, like, tweeting or something. <laughs> <laughs> He's tweeting, making out with substandard podcast right now. LOL. John, end the show. Oh, thanks for listening. Thank you and good night. podcast was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows oh uh uh group stakers podcast listen to it yes unless do. it's grub stakers i feel like i say <laughs> it wrong it, you know what just punch words into the uh into the keyboard. 
and listen to whatever's listenable first. Just click the link in the show notes. Yeah, it'll be a link in the show notes for sure. It'll probably be a link in the show notes. <laughs> I bet that link has been there all week, John. It's probably not a you know a Rickroll or something. It's <laughs> no, I'm you, sure. You, I'm, you're gonna put a link in, in the show notes. It's gonna be in there every day. And please yes. support Aston Martin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we make a good product.